this is the, uh, I guess, post-draft reaction. The draft is technically not over, but uh, the Kings have made their second-round pick. We'll get to him. But let's uh, let's start out by what the Kings did with the ninth pick. With the ninth pick, I can't play the sound, but ding, 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 ding. They picked Davion Mitchell. Now, me and you were both, to say the least, shocked with this pick. Um, you want to start there? Yeah, um, very shocked. I was expecting a wing player, but I mean, Davion's not a wing, but he's he's something. <laughs> So, yeah, um, for the most part, from all the reactions that I looked at, I looked at Deuce and Moe, I looked at uh, D'Lo and KC, and also uh, The Athletic, um, and they were all basically confused, shocked and basically confused, <laughs> but that, at least with Deuce and Moe and um, ESPN 1320, they at least kind of like, they at least kind of try to make it, you know, like try to understand why why the pick was made, they didn't hate the pick. But, you know, the national media, for the most part, seems pretty just confused. Like, you know, l- l- let's get this out of the way. You got basically the backcourt of your future already. You got Tyrese and you got um, you, know, you got De'Aaron Fox. Jesus Christ. Well, that takes me so long to figure that out. But <laughs> um, DeLon Wright's backing. You have DeLon Wright backing him up and you have Terrence Davis backing him. We'll get to Buddy in a bit. But, like, you have those two backing them up. So that's basically your starting uh, backcourt already. So... It just didn't make sense to me that they would take a point guard. And I hate that, you know, hate that the inner Vince McMahon in me just keeps saying about Davion Mitchell. He's too small. (laughs) That still, it it kind of like, I mean, like if you can look past that, pretty damn good player. Mm -hmm. Oh, oh yeah. I mean, he's a baller and a freaking dog on defense. My gosh. I mean, if you guys are into the in uh, like online a lot, he's a hooper. He's not he's not a basketball player. He's a hooper. Like this hmm. guy works hard as shit, and basically will come in day one ready to play. That is kind of like my like the more time I've had to think about it, like this is probably the justification for taking him. And apparently he was like on top of the Kings' big board. I think Franz was probably their number one guy, but like he was taken by Orlando at eight, which. That was shocking. So after he was off the board, I guess, you know, Davion is their next guy on their big board. And like he so one of the big things with Davion, but besides the fact that he is like six one, six two, I think he's technically is that six two or six three, but mm-hmm. like six four wingspan. He is on the older side of, you know, of draftees. He's I think a third year, but he did redshirt one year, so he's He's going to be, I think, 22 by the time he starts. I, I got to take a look. We'll yeah. do a deep dive on him, if, especially if we end up keeping him. We'll get to that later. But, but I mean, he's, yeah, two years older than Tyrese and mm-hmm. only a year older than Bagley. But, you know, I don't know what's going to happen with Bagley. But Well, here's the thing. He's 22. He's, I think, the same age as Fox, actually. Um, <laughs> so, like, the so uh, Sam Vecini has him actually ranked 10th on his on his like basically his giant board and he's on the same tier as moses moody alfred singoon and james Booknight, which were basically the other three guys that i wanted wanted um, the kings to draft and the reason why you know 
like I, I would I guess justify if I was Monty or at least what I was think what I would think Monty was thinking is that the Kings want to make the playoffs this upcoming season. Mean which means they need guys that can play right away. Davion Mitchell most likely theoretically for the most part will probably come in day one ready to play ready to contribute. Chances are he won't start just because that is a tiny, tiny backcourt. There was a funny-ass tweet by Stat Muse that basically had the Kings' lineup, which had Buddy Heald as the as the four and Harrison Barnes at the five. That that mm-hmm. that got a laugh out of me. But like he's probably going to come off the bench and be re- be ready to contribute, say 10, 10 to twenty points right off the bench. Play some tough ass defense, which is one of the uh, the other reason why the Kings probably drafted him. He is a dog on defense. Oh yeah, I mean if you watch his clips, especially the Cade Cunningham ones, which I mean you have mentioned that Cade did drop twenty eight on that game. Uh, yeah, he was he was really annoying Cade, <laughs> and he got a couple of steals from him throughout the game. But sometimes the point of defense isn't about stopping a superstar. You can't stop a superstar. Like they are going to get their points, but your job is to is to make those points as hard as possible. And he really did annoy like um, Cade during their ter- NCAA tournament game. So you know the justification is there. You know. Like good, un- incredible defender, incredible fire. Again, the man is a dog, and he is gonna come in. He's ready to play, and he he's you know he gets to the rim at will. The shooting is a question mark because he did. I think he sh- like consistently shoots like sixty five percent from the free throw line, but uh, in his last year, shot forty five percent from three on a lot of attempts. So. The shooting thing is interesting, although he did shoot 31% the prior two years and just jumped up to 45% for no reason, <laughs> essentially. So, like, you know, time will tell if that percentage is real. If that three-point shooting is real, that's a dangerous that's a dangerous kid right there. Oh, yeah. So, according to his stats, yeah, 45% from free at 4.7 attempts per game. And, yeah, you have mentioned his free throw, which is a total six, 64%. <laughs> oh my goodness. Uh, well, yeah. How's, how's look at his free throws? It, it kind of, he uses his old body. If you haven't seen it. <laughs> I I mean, I've seen, I think I've seen the clips before, but I didn't really pay attention because I wasn't expecting that he comes to the Kings. <laughs> Let's be honest. But yeah, <laughs> like again, and there are reasons to make to you know make sense of this pick if he if he ends up staying on this team again a absolute competitor and you know a pretty vocal leader I think like there's a lot of talk about his leadership and then there's a like endless amounts of talk you will find countless numbers of people vouching for his work ethic and you know he's coming in at 22 like you know unfortunately older players always unfairly kind of get the label put on them where they can't improve. But you talk to anybody, like he has the craziest, you know, work ethic, like that they have ever seen, and there's no doubt in my mind that he will improve. So, you know, like that stigma is gonna follow him for being, again, a little bit on the older side of, you know, first-year players. But he's gonna be a guy that's gonna be coming in ready to play most likely. I can't guarantee because I said that last year about Obi Toppin, and he wasn't exactly ready to play. So, Mm -hmm. you never know. But he, but he, he does provide, you know, what the Kings do need to a certain degree. It's un, 
unfortunate that it's even hard for someone like me who, you know, is, you know, vehemently defending him and likes him as a player. It's just that he is short. It just kind of starts and ends there. But I think within about two weeks, he's going to become a fan favorite really quickly. Yeah, I, I can see that. Uh, now, we were also talking about earlier that we're thinking maybe there be a potential trade uh, sometime around the time that we're recording at the moment. So, uh, yeah, so far nothing. So, I don't know. You think we should trade him uh, for something uh, for other assets? I mean, if you were if you gave me a lie detector test, like I would say yes. Yeah. Uh, again, I see the fit there. I just would prefer to have someone else. But like again, if if we keep him, I'm not going to be too angry. It is not Jalen Johnson, so like that's one way to look at it. I was, I, I, I had said I would have cried during the broadcast if it was Jalen Johnson. But speak about Jalen Johnson, where did he go to? Uh, he went twenty twenty to the Knicks. What the Knicks? The Hawks. That that works. That works. Yeah. Like they they just need a little extra talent, and you know Trey Young can create everything. That's fine. But like the, again, I think this. I think it could work if he stays. You know, and if he doesn't stay, you know, that works, too. Like, I'm not as down on the pick. Just, again, having more time to think about it, the more time I have to rationalize it, it probably it does make sense. Mm-hmm. But with it, like, you know, I think Monty has things planned, hopefully. Mm-hmm. Now, he hasn't really earned my trust, to say the least, just because there just isn't enough to kind of go off of and so far like the results have been mixed so maybe they have something planned in the woodworks um davion did do um interviews with sack media and when someone i think it was carmichael dave specifically who asked him hey mm-hmm. did you do a workout for the kings and he said he didn't want to talk about it so not the greatest sign and honestly very airy to say the least <laughs> um so we shall see if he ends up staying with Zach. I don't know. At, at this point, I'm expecting some sort of trade maybe down the road. Yeah. Well, we shall see about that. Well, other than that, we also had the 39th pick, which ended up being a. Gosh, I'm going to screw this up. Nemias? 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 We'll, we'll find out in a f- or so. For now, we'll just call him Queta, Queta, <laughs> I, I don't. Queta. I'm just, yeah. We'll just call him number 39. We'll just call him 39 yeah. for now. Well, we're not Kendrick Perkins. Let's just say that. Uh, yeah. Um. Anyways, uh, number 39. Uh, we did pick a center. He is a 6'11 center with a 7'4 wingspan, and from at least from about 10 seconds worth of clips, he's pretty big. <laughs> yeah, he's a he's a grown man. Let's just say that. Uh, he's listed at 245, but I, I feel like he's a little bigger. <laughs> and he seems pretty mobile. Doesn't have any real shooting touch, uh, it doesn't seem. But, like, definitely crazy long, a strong finisher, and seems to be kind of the rim runner type. Mm-hmm. Yeah, looking at his stats, I mean, 14.9 uh, points per game, uh, 3.3 blocks. And 1.1 steals. That's that's the impressive part that I'm seeing here with that 7-4 wingspan. I mean, he's he, <laughs> that number is impressive. 
So that this does bring up questions in terms of like what we're going to do with the roster because the the spot he's probably going to take is probably Damian Jones's. It's like mm-hmm. I don't see why you would have three centers who essentially do the same thing in a way. Like, well, at least with Damian Jones specifically, like they seem like clones of one another. And so I'm assuming there's going to be something happening with Damian Jones. And I'm, I'm also doing the, I'm also like assuming that Rashawn will resign. It seems like a lot of, a lot of, um, a lot of signs are pointing that way. And uh, yeah, so I'm guessing he'll be either the third or the, even the second backup. And apparently Kendrick Perkins pr- predicted that he'd be the starting center for the Kings by the end of the season. Oh, w- wait, what? <laughs> really? I mean, it is Kendrick Perkins, so you don't have to take it too seriously, but okay. that was something. I was, yeah, I was about to say. Hmm. No, we'll, we'll see. We never know because it's only the start, and it hasn't. I mean, the season hasn't started either, so. Yeah. Oh, it's gonna be a long two months. I, I kind of just want the season to start right away, just so I, I can see, like, if Davion Mitchell's like, look, I, I believe Davion Mitchell's gonna be a good player. I just yeah. I just don't want to sit through another two months because like the reaction to the Davion Mitchell pick is very mixed for the most part and mm-hmm. seemingly more to the negative side. Again, I believe in the guy, but it, it, there are I felt like there were other options that I would have gone with, and mm-hmm. part of me just wants to see him play and just put my fears to rest and yeah. see, maybe de- and show me maybe defense actually matters. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty opinionated. With this pick, I don't, yeah, don't mind it. Just I was expecting Moses Moody because he was still on the board. And I was <laughs> expecting James Booknight, so. And he was also still on the board. So yeah, like I mean, the the entire a lot of the draft was wacky. Like uh, Kaminga actually fell to the Warriors, which was wild. Giddy goes at six. Uh, Zaire Williams goes at ten. That really surprised me. I thought he was going to be in the twenties. Like, you know, had the had the Laker trade gone through, I was even expecting him to be there at 22. But no, he got he went 10. Yeah, very, very unusual picks for sure. Uh, Let's see. The other one was the Spurs. And that I, I, I didn't know who that was, to be honest. Yeah, I didn't even know who it was. So. <laughs> yeah, but it I mean, it's a gamble like Spurs have the reputation and they've. I guess earned enough goodwill from us NBA fans to trust that they know what they're doing. So, mm-hmm. you know, it is what it is. I don't, I don't know who that is. They apparently did. So, there you go. And by the way, uh, uh number thirty-nine was compared to uh Jakob Pertl. So that's an, that's an interesting uh comparison to me because I'm I've always I keep wanting the Kings to just add a little bit more size. And if he's like a Jakob Pertl, that's actually pretty good. Hmm. Oh yeah. And oh, and by the way, before we keep going, uh, so I did once say that Davion Mitchell was Donovan Mitchell's brother. They are not brothers, <laughs> so I do want to correct the record there. I mean, it, I'm sorry. Like they have, both of their names start with D. Their last name is Mitchell. Both wear 45, and I'm not saying they both look alike. It's just like they're about the same size as well. It's it's a bit eerie. They're like I thought. Everything pointed to them being brothers, but they um, Donovan is a is a mentor to him and is actually friends with Davion, so that's a cool little thing. And yes, his comparison is Donovan Mitchell. <laughs> yeah, 
yeah, <laughs> it's uh, very yeah unusual. <laughs> to say what were you about least. to say before I interrupt you? Sorry yeah. about that. I, I was just gonna say uh, a, a calm a calmness. Not yeah, I said that wrong probably, but uh, calmness from uh, CBS. Uh, Gary Parish has ranked our draft pick Davion Mitchell an A plus. Now I don't know Gary Parish that much, but for a columnist from CBS to rank us uh, A plus for the, our ninth pick, eh? not bad, I guess. Uh, we're gonna have to see about other, I guess, rankings from other uh, sources in the upcoming days, maybe hours. So we'll have to see. Um. So John Hollinger on the Athletic basically called this a Kang's pick. And oh, really? really wanted us to go with Shingun. So, which we didn't. He ended up falling, I believe, to Houston, I think at 16, before when they traded up. Mm-hmm. Houston actually had some pretty good picks. They had Shingun, um, Jalen Green, and uh, Usman Garuba. So, that's oh, yeah. a pretty damn good setup. Uh, yeah, we'll, we'll see what comes of that, but nice. Good, good job. <laughs> good job, mm-hmm. Houston. And you know the Kings. We'll see. It, it's intriguing to me, but I, I'm, I can almost, I'm, I have a spidey sense, and I can almost, I guess Charles Barkley guarantee that there's probably going to be moves down the line for the Kings. Oh yeah. I highly doubt. I highly doubt Monty is done. But we're talking about Monty and moves. So uh, it was reported yesterday. I think like maybe a few days earlier that a buddy to the Lakers for Kuzma and Harold trait was on the horizon. The sticking point was that Montrez needed to um, opt into his contract in order for the deal to work. Well, today he basically, he basically did opt in and there was a report early in the day by from KOC from the ringer that said the uh, Lakers were going to include the 22nd pick in that package as well. So basically there was for buddy, by the way, and, Mm-hmm. Yeah, everything was looking great, and I think he, I think, yeah, uh, Trez opted in at around two o'clock, and at basically within the within about five minutes, everyone was just kind of like sing sing Monty praises, good job Monty, that's a great trade for everyone. Lakers fans were even like up like for this trade because they they're they're done <laughs> with Kuzma. <laughs> I had not realized how done they were, but they are done with kuzma and you know we're you know most of us are pretty done with buddy as well and you know and like for both sides if it makes sense like lakers need more shooting uh kings just need more talent and deep and you know and you know solid defense like kuzma is a solid defender and then montrez provides so much dog and just you know an extra level of offense and because this trade and with the reports of uh, Marvin possibly being on the move, it also probably meant that um, we were opening up cap space uh, to keep Rashawn. So like the lineup, the dream lineup that the Kings came up with was basically a starting lineup of Aaron uh, Halliburton, uh, Barnes at the three, the position that he should be playing, and then Kuzma at the four with Rashawn at the five with Montrez backing them up the five, and then probably a, a wing draft pick with, like some sort of wing uh, backing up Coos and uh, Coos and Barnes and uh, Terrence Davis backing up Tyrese and DeLon backing up uh, De'Aaron Fox. That's a great lineup, right? 
that's a lot mm. of depth. You know, that's a lot of playmaking. There's scoring. There's defense. And then from out of nowhere, Randy Orton style RKO, Stone Cold Steve Austin stunnered out of no from out of nowhere. Washington Wizards got into the deal all of a sudden. Literally, as Woj tweeted out that the um, the buddy deal was progressing, Shams comes out of nowhere and just crosses up uh, Woj <laughs> and just reports that the Wizards actually have been talking to the Lakers about the exact same package plus KCP. The exact same Lakers package plus KCP. And, and all of a sudden, <laughs> Woj ends up re- reporting that as well a few seconds later. And long story short, Russell Westbrook is now a Laker. Uh, it's, I don't know. It might be, like I said, if I was a Lakers fan, I'd be very disappointed. So, so since I was able to justify the very confusing choice of Davion Mitchell at nine, well, t- take take the take the whole take the lead on explaining why the Lakers would want Russell Westbrook. I don't know. <laughs> it, it, so here's here's how I would justify it. I guess the Lakers need to sell tickets. Like I guess they're struggling to fill the arena. Like they're struggling with playmaking. What? Uh, and that's about it. That's all I got for you. <laughs> that's all I got. Do I mean, any of those make sense? No. That's all I got. I think the first two you could blame on COVID, but the last one I don't. <laughs> I don't know about that playmaking. So, so I still so like I've had about an hour to digest the Davion Mitchell stuff, and I was able to come up with a pretty good reason. I can't come up with any justification for this trade. I think it's stupid beyond relief or but beyond belief. Like your the Lakers issue last year was that they didn't have a lot of shooting. Now Buddy Heald solves a lot of that. Homie, homie talked homie took ten threes a game. The only bested I think by Steph Curry and Damian Lillard. And and hit 39% of them. Not the greatest number, but but like he took some tough shots just because you know his decision making was questionable and he had to create for himself too much. With LeBron on the team, LeBron will get you open shots. I don't think I'm crazy in saying that. And he's gonna he would have gotten Buddy really good shots, and his life would have been a lot easier. That makes sense. Is Russell Westbrook a good three point shooter? No, <laughs> I don't think so. So, so okay, so he doesn't solve that problem. Uh, so, well, I guess, you know, the um, the Lakers gave up quite a bit of defense. Like, KCP is a good wing defender. And Kuzma, like, within all his faults, is a decent defender with size. And Harrell is, Harrell, he didn't really provide much on that end, but he did provide a little bit of kind of depth that they didn't really need. So he was very much expendable. But what does he? What hole does he fill on the Lakers? I, I don't know. To be honest, I I, st- I I still can't think of anything. 
So Russell Russell Westbrook shot 31.5% from three on four attempts of her game. Well, he did cut down on his three-point attempts, which is good. Mm. He finally realized he cannot shoot. So I don't know. I, I don't get it. Like it. By the way, Russell Westbrook has never shot over 50%. Since when? He's no, He's only shot 45% twice in his career. Oh, he did shoot 47% in Houston. His effective field goal percentage is pretty awful. Oh, Jesus. Okay. But, uh, but my point is, they. I think. I think the. I think the Lakers fucked up. Unless there is a trade down the line for them, because, like, man, especially if they re-sign Andre Drummond, which would be, would be absolutely hilarious. Like, where is the spacing going to come from? Like, it's. Uh, I mean, I, I don't. I don't know. I think it was a very stupid trade by them, and they kind of screwed the Kings out of this one as well. Yep. I mean, between the two trades, Kings and Wizards, I am all for, if I were to be a Lakers fan, which I'm not, I would totally go for the Kings. I have... Yeah, I don't... I don't know what to say. <laughs> That's all I could say. Man, I think logically you have to go with again. You, they're shooting there, mm-hmm. and sure, don't get me wrong. Russ is still a relatively good player overall, but his play style is not conducive to winning basketball. Like he'll may, he'll maybe get you to possibly say 40 wins by himself, which mm-hmm. which is there's value there. But if you're trying to win a championship. He is kind of he does not help you do that. When he what he does at at his best, he is the one with the ball in his hands and he is creating for others even though he's not very efficient at doing it. And you have LeBron James on your team. So like why would you ever let Russ run the show? And it's, think about crunch time. Like it's Russell Westbrook is going to be standing in the corner, his man is going to be just standing in the paint because he knows he doesn't have to guard him. So like that doesn't give like uh, LeBron space to operate, and let's not and let's not forget LeBron is getting up there in age. He can't really finish as well as it is anymore. Like mm-hmm. it, that's another extra defender that just can just sag off on him. So none of this makes sense if they screw the Kings. And yeah, I'm not sure what you do with Buddy. Like there's still there was talk um, in KOC's report saying that the Philadelphia 76ers were talking about trading for Heald. Uh, independent of a trade for Ben Simmons. So there it might be a it might be a Tobias Harris trade down the line. There might be something down the line, but this was a huge blow and again I am still very confused. And yeah, you have not helped me understand you have not helped me clarify as a Lakers fan why they would do this. Yep. I mean today as a whole for as a Kings fan is a very weird day, I'd say. It's a Weird day I haven't seen in a long while, I, I guess you could say. Not since, uh, I guess, DeMarcus Cousins being traded. Yeah, so, I mean, I, I'm going to trust that Monty has moves down the line. Like, um, was, it was reported that Wizards are actually open to uh, rerouting Harrow and uh, Kuzma. So there still might be a buddy deal in play there, like, possibly. Like, maybe we... Mm-hmm. Like there, there was. I don't think this is real, but there, I did. I thought I read something about maybe Rui Hachimura being available because 
you're trying to rebuild around Beal, which I think is honestly a mistake. Like this is uh... just, it's just kind of like, I, I think it's delaying the inevitable. Like next, like next year, I think it's gonna be like the Dame situation. <laughs> I don't know, I don't know, but like I guess they want to build around him, and maybe they just want you know different pieces around him. Like Buddy maybe works with him. I don't know. I don't know. I I wouldn't mind Rui though, but I mean I don't know what, what to give up for him. Oh, I don't know, buddy, uh, and just swap Bagley. him. <laughs> Bag- oh yeah, Bagley. Bagley looks like a Wizards player. I don't know why. Um, I mean they don't play defense anyway, so perfect. He'll fit him right. He'll fit right in. But yeah, like it's again, we'll have to see what co- go what's gonna happen down the line. Um, free agency is on Sunday. And, you know, there will be things happening there, too. And we'll just have to see, like, can we keep Rashawn? And are we, like, seeing how, how we didn't draft any wings in this draft, which was another very confusing thing, like, I'm guessing Mo Harkless is, they're going to keep Mo Harkless? I don't know. Yeah. Like I said, unless we get something really decent through trades or even free agency, which uh, is, I feel like it's going to be a little swim for us. I don't know. We'll have to see. Yeah, so, you know, Kings fans, don't lose all hope. Like, there is still a little, there's still like a sliver of it. But, you know, let's let's be patient. Let's see what happens during free agency, and hopefully we get to keep Rashawn. And I guess a little bit of good news on the Rashawn front, Hornets did legitimately draft, like, they, they traded for a center. And they also drafted another one in Kai Jones. So they traded for Mason Plumley and drafted Kai Jones. So the likelihood of them going for Rashawn has just plummeted. So that's one suitor out of the way. The other suitor will probably be the Knicks and the Mavericks. And I think mm. the Spurs have cap space as well, but I, I don't know. But like, yeah, so there, that's one suitor out of the way. And also, it, it just seems like every day I see another guy. I see another guy wanting 20 million um, in free agency, and I just I'm not sure anyone is gonna get 20 million anymore. Like there there is a very real possibility like we could get Rashawn for about 12 to 15 million a year Ooh. for about four years. There is a real possibility of that. I mean that's a pretty darn good deal to be honest. Yeah. So okay, so there, here's a, here's another kind of positive note. If you if you weren't a fan of the Kings' draft so far, Tony Zabertus, I think that's how you pronounce his name, of the Kings' Herald, the Kings did draft arguably the best guard defender and the best rimmed protector in the class. Hmm, really? There's that, possibly. Possibly, right. yeah. I mean, again, I'm, I'm not the biggest fan of the Davion Mitchell thing, but again, I've, made, I've given my reasons. Like, he provides defense, he pr- provides a guy that's ready to play, and he does provide scoring. And, again, he's a guy that can probably fit in. I don't see how he starts, and I imagine he's going to want to start at some point. But, like, he, he'll he'll crack Luke's rotation, I'm pretty sure. Mm-hmm. And maybe maybe Monty's motto is guys that are ready to play, although he did draft uh, Woodard and Jemias and... They've not done much of anything so far. Yeah, just developing. And yeah, I still want to see what Woodard has. We haven't seen a full, no, well, not, I guess a, not a full game, but 
enough minutes to get an idea of what he has in store for us. But there, but then again, like you know, he could be the depth at, at the wing position that we were talking about. Possibly. Mm, possibly, he might be ready. He might be ready like this upcoming season with a good training camp. Ooh, yeah, that's a possibility. Yeah. Okay, well, that's our instant draft reactions. Um, what else did you want to talk about? Uh. Other than that, yeah, it's going to be a long two months. I guess we'll have to see what we could think of uh, during those two months uh, for our podcast. And, uh, yeah, let's hope uh, or we'll have to see what Monty does uh, with uh, the trades and signings, I guess. Yeah, and free agency starts. I, I don't have the time, actually. Let me look it up real quick. I know it is uh, thir- It is Sunday. Um on I think August first. Uh, you know what? Let me pull it up right now. So, free agency. Let's see. I have to scroll through this article, and it starts on August second at six p.m. Eastern time. So that will be August second. So it'll be Monday at three p.m. Pacific time. Oh, really? So not Sunday. So, y- yes. It is not Sunday. It's on Monday. My mistake. Oh, okay, then. Well, that's, that's more time for us to wait, I guess. So, yeah, uh, we'll see if there's any more deals down the line. I'm not seeing anything on Twitter, and I'm not getting any notifications. Either. Oh, there's a guy who got drafted named Aaron Wiggins. Kind of funny. Oh, no. Is it Wiggins? I don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Well, is I don't, don't want to make another mistake in pretend and uh, like deeming people brothers because they have the last same last name and well, mm-hmm. very similar and share the same number. It's like, again, I can't get over that Davion Mitchell and Don Mitchell aren't brothers, but they are friends. And apparently he's a Donovan's a mentor to Davion as well. What, how am I not supposed to see that? Yeah. <laughs> There's also a guy named David Duke in this draft, by the way. So that's pretty uh, funny. Uh, Oh, no, really? Yes, his name is actually David Duke. Wait, straight up. I don't think he played for Duke. I forgot what college he played for, but I'm just like, wow, really? Your name is actually David Duke? (laughs) Uh, That's funny. Uh, Maybe he gets drafted. Maybe he becomes undrafted. I think he is a wing player, so maybe the Kings could take a look. (laughs) Uh, I see. He should totally change his name, probably. I mean... It's his choice. I I don't have it. I don't have too many opinions. I I won't judge. Yeah. Okay. Well, looks like you're exhausted. I'm out of stuff to talk about. So, yeah. Um, 2021 NBA draft post reactions. Uh, we'll see what's uh gonna happen in these next few days. Yes, we shall see. Well, I guess we'll see you guys later. Thank you.